0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode 141 of Be With Me. The title of today is Paul Bought Bought Legos. Paul Bought Legos. Paul had a nephew, the son of his sister. Who knew that? What a fun thing that is to think about. I was going to title today A Hunger for Killing, where a plot of 40 men make a vow to kill Paul before they eat or even drink, which is pretty significant, but I just thought the nephew uh, angle of today was, was more interesting. So those are the two uh, themes for today. This is from Acts chapter 23, and I'm going to start in verse 11 where we left off yesterday. Acts 23, 11. The following night, the Lord stood by him, Paul, and said, take courage, for as you have testified to the facts about me in Jerusalem, so you must testify also in Rome. So kind of Paul's on his way to Rome. When it was day, the Jews made a plot and bound themselves by an oath neither to eat nor drink until they had killed Paul. There were more than 40 who made this conspiracy. They went to the chief priests and elders and said, we have strictly bound bound ourselves by an oath to taste no food until we have killed Paul. So of interest, this looks like it was sort of like a proletariat revolt where it's not the chief priests and the elders who thought this up. This was the rabble, the the common man, and they went to the chief priests and elders and informed them of this uh, conspiracy. Verse 15, now therefore you, along with the council, give notice. So this is What the rabble is telling the leaders to do to trick the tribune, who is the guy that's in charge of a thousand soldiers. Now you, therefore, along with the council, give notice to the tribune to bring him down to you as though you were going to determine his case more exactly, and we are ready to kill him before he comes near. So this is the bad guys. There's a 40 of them. There's a conspiracy. It's this illegal plot where they make this oath not to eat or drink. The eating gives them about 30 days. The no drinking gives them about three days to achieve this. Um, Of note, it's not the chief priests and elders. And uh, the the conspiracy kind of goes up the chain of command, and it's to trick the, the tribune. Now, the tribune has been charged, if you will, has taken Paul into custody. Paul is in his protection. So doing this and killing Paul will be a violation of that. And uh, he's already done two things where he's had to protect Paul from the violence of the crowd. The first was his arrest back in chapter 21, had him um, arrested and carried on on the shoulders of the of the uh, uh, soldiers because of the violence of the crowd. And then in chapter 23, verse 10, just a couple verses ago, he had to be carried into the barracks because of the violence of the crowd. So the tribune is taking his job seriously. And this is a violation of this. All right. This is my favorite part now. Now the son of Paul's sister, the son of Paul's sister, this is everything that the Bible says about Paul's family is right here. Now the son of Paul's sister heard of their ambush, so he went and entered the barracks and told Paul. Paul called one of the centurions and said, take this young man to the tribune, for he has something to tell him. So not to his sister, which is interesting, to to the big cheese. So he took him and brought him to the tribune and said, Paul the prisoner called me and asked me to bring this young man to you as he has something to say to you. Then this other verse, very significant. The tribune took him by the hand and going aside, asked him privately, what is it that you have to tell me? And he said, the Jews have agreed to ask you to bring Paul down to the council tomorrow as though they were going to inquire somewhat more closely about him. But do not be persuaded by them, for more than 40 of their men are lying in ambush for him who have bound themselves by an oath, neither to eat nor drink till they have killed him. And now they are ready, waiting for your consent. So the tribune dismissed the young man charging him. Tell no one that you have informed me of these things. All right, so I was wondering, well, okay, so a couple things I didn't know. Paul uh, has a sister. Paul has a nephew. He's a, He's described as a young man. And then the most significantly, I thought, well, how young is he? Is he eight? Well, I'm not sure if an eight-year-old could carry this message, but is he 15? Uh, No, I don't think so, because what what level of a child would you take by the hand rather than say, hey, come into the other room with me? If he's a 15-year-old, you would just say, come into the other room with me. Um, So I think he's between like eight and 12 years old. And here's what that means to me. Is I was thinking about the price of ministry so basically remember Paul has been on missionary journeys for 12 years maybe nine and a half of those 12 years he's been away from home and let's say this this kid is 12 years old His sister had this baby so Paul is buying Legos but he's sending them uh, back to Jerusalem or maybe to Antioch where they live I think they must live in Jerusalem because that's where they are now and uh, he's not really been here for this guy's life. So Paul is kind of like the crazy uncle who's been traveling all over the world. But this youth actually saves Paul's life because it gets him below the radar of, you know, a whole bus full of people that are trying to trying to kill him. So this poor kid, brave kid, you know steps into an assassination plot one of lies and trickery and violence and this disagreement between you know the adult world and and the cool thing about it is uh what bravery he has and what confidence he has um so we talked a couple of weeks ago about don't be schooled by a 12-year-old as far as uh, service and uh, finding younger people to care for. And here we find the hero of this story, the hero of the story. You know, it's not Paul. It's not Paul's sister. It's not the tribune. It's not the, the Jewish plotters. The hero of this story, you know, is this kid who's 12 years old, plus or minus two years. And we find his competency and his contribution and his significance. So once again, the hero of the story is a young person if you're a young person congratulations welcome to the church we need you and if you're an old person find a young person to to uh to encourage and to learn from and be inspired by as we have been this morning thanks for listening thanks for all you courageous young people